He's amongst the finest interviewers of our time. I'm ungettable. When he's on the clock, Parko Denton and Oaks take notice. I am the man. He's one of the best. This, this is about me. He's Bristol's vault. No, there's no vault today, Howie. Uh, Damo, I've handed you the letter. You've read it. I have. And, uh, I have. It's a very is, standard legal letter. That is from uh, Goldsmith Lawyers, and Goldsmith. Uh, that's where it stands. Yeah, and I'm actually prepared to concede, and I'm quite serious when I say this, that your legal letter is fine, but it refers to what could happen in the future. That's right. Yeah, that's does. what I'm trying to block. And that's what you're injuncting. And I get that. But why uh, my legal training under uh, under the auspices of being a journalist, BT, tell me that you can't injunct something that has already gone to air. Yes, you can. No, you can't. No, where, no, no, no you that? can't. No, I just know that to be the legal case. And as <laughs> such, we have got this uh, put together to just remind people of what we've already heard <laughs> in the vault and we'll deal with the future <laughs> oh, beyond this. But yeah, this is the lawyers. past <laughs> and you do need new lawyers. Our main man, Brian I'm Taylor, turning myself off. goes one-on-one with former world heavyweight champion George Foreman. Coming up in five seconds, we have George Foreman. One, two, three, four. Joining me now on the good sports is one of the greatest boxers of all time, the punching preacher himself, George Foreman. Good morning to you, George. Good morning to you. Since back in uh, 1973 when you won the title, and now... Can I stop you for one moment? That may be an important call. Could sh- you hold on one second? Okay, sure. We'll hang on to, uh, for George uh, there. I'm just going to ask George... Um, since he- Yeah, George, you're back? Oh, si- back. Yeah, since you held the title back in uh, 73, and you look at today's... Um- hold on. Okay. George uh, there's going to answer the phone again. He's obviously is a very good secretary as well. Hope he gets paid well for that. Got a nice warm coffee here anyway to keep us going. Yeah, so back back with uh, George now. Okay, George Foreman, uh, we know you're a very busy man. We do appreciate your time and uh, best of luck with your future. <laughs> All the best and thank you. No! <laughs> <laughs> Look, I didn't hear any of that. No, I, oh, I'm not happy about it. i tell you what, it be, could be some copyright issues or something. Twice, he's just stopped the interview <laughs> to it take was, a call. Twice. It could be important, he said. <laughs> half, half the interview you were talking to yourself. First of all, thank God I got a nice warm coffee. <laughs> Can't do this. This time, Damo, he, ca- he catches up with five-time Olympic oh. gold medalist yep. and the first ever gymnast to yep. record a perfect 10 Correct. in the Olympic Games 1976 in Montreal. I speak of the great Nadia Comaneci. Five seconds, Nadia Comaneci. One, two, three, four. Well, our next guest burst onto the scene uh, way back in 1976 and uh, she really captured the world's uh, imagination and uh, won many hearts around the world with her fantastic performance in the world of gymnastics in the uh, 1976 Montreal Olympic Games. I speak of uh, probably the greatest gymnast of all time, Nadia Comaneci. Good morning to you, Nadia. Um, hello. What, um, sorry, Nadia. Yes. Was it true that in your first uh, international competition that uh, you you failed badly? The first international competition? Yeah, before 1976 Montreal Games in one of your big competitions that uh, you only I think scored uh, 7.25 on the on the beam. Was that true? Yeah, this was when I had 9 years old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this was uh, Did you feel like giving up then or not? 
We know you're very busy and uh, best of luck with whatever you do and uh, you really have been one of the greatest uh, athletes and certainly the greatest gymnast of all time. Thank you, Nadia Kamenich. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I hope to see you in uh, Australia when I will be there, OK? Oh, yeah. Thank you very much, Nadia. Seriously. Now, listen. There'll be no more of it. That's better. Two takeouts for me. Firstly, the pronunciation of a surname, Nadia Komeninch. And then she, he talks about how she had a disappointing meet prior to the Olympics. She said, I was only nine. And then Bristol said, did you think about giving up? And then, nine years of age. And then she said, no. And he goes, hmm. <laughs> What we've got now is um, we've got the medley of songs uh, because Brian, this the the, hot, the vault has taken off mm-hmm. like it's global, and especially one part of the vault that people have focused on, which is uh, your ability just when things are getting a little sort of quiet in the interview to just drop in a little hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> enjoy the medley. Here it is. <laughs> Greater 3UZ Good Sports. Mm. 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 Greater 3UZ Good Sports. Instead of three, two, one. <laughs> what about the counting? No wonder old George Foreman kept uh, putting you on hold. Mrs. T at the clearing sale, when she uh, bundled the tapes into a uh, box and just uh, auctioned them off, uh, it's the fatal mistake she's made. She may well not be there when I get home. Yeah, the good news too, BT, is that we're, we're confident now via our Triple M lawyers that uh, we will be able to continue bringing our listeners the oh, vault because we have so. uh, counteracted your legal threats, which were real for a moment there, but we have counteracted it. And Howie, what yes. we have noticed during this, and, and Dark and Brown, you know this, um, a lot of the time calls in these vaults are... Uh, good morning, back to welcome back to three UZ. It's uh, nineteen minutes to six. It, it goes on before six a.m. What you'll find next week, BT, and we have got full confidence we can run this. You have woken the chief, Jason Dunstan, oh. up at six a.m. in next week's vault, and the chief, who's not a happy person at the best of times, is particularly unhappy being woken up by you oh, at such a time on the morning of a game. I can tell you one thing. I used to live in Hawthorne, and the studios were in Carlton to the greater 3UZ, and uh, 
we were starting at 5.30 in the morning. This is a true story. And I woke up at about 5.28. <laughs> so from Hawthorne to Carlton. You still would have made it, none the way you get drive. get changed and get dressed. Anyway, uh, no, uh, I didn't make it. I got about halfway there. I rung the studio and I said to the newsman, I said, uh, listen, uh, I'll be a few minutes late. Can you uh, whack on Hey Jude? Uh, because I knew <laughs> do Hey I Jude went for 10 minutes. <laughs> and that would give me another yeah. 10 minutes. The amount of times we played Hey Jude is always coming down. Victoria Street. Was that the same producer who uh, told you last week on air and we played it? Read that. <laughs> How's it being received, Brian? You're a very respected uh, figure know. in the football we are. Right, People no, approaching you, talking to you about it. I have nothing to do with it. Uh, nothing to do with it. <laughs> you, you, look at you. My, you're just sitting there saying, Howie, this all is of all my, about him. Look at him. All it's of my uh, country mates that all live in Melbourne now, they would all be tuned in right now. They, It is a must listen for them. <laughs> Every Saturday, they'll be disappointed that we just got replays. But uh, no, they wouldn't. Let be, everyone that a... know that there will be a new. How do you work, colleagues? Take it. Say when you get to Friday night footy and you've got to stand next to Bruce, who's very straight down the line. <laughs> or Basil, one good very thing about straight Bruce. down the line. Basil as well. Do they? How one, do they take one your good shenanigans? One thing about Bruce is that he lives in Adelaide, <laughs> and uh, so he doesn't hear a lot. Uh, Adelaide gets there. our coverage. No, it wasn't. Uh, but they, he's not a non-media person, Bruce. <laughs> right. so, he right. uh, rolls up, and uh, it's been good able to talk to Bruce because he doesn't know what, <laughs> very, uh, what's happened. Bruce is the best man in in uh, the media, and he is very bemused at the middle about uh, if we ever if he ever heard this, I reckon oh. he might. <laughs> he might just about he might just about abandon reti- the part. He might reti- reti- retire well, he because does. he's very bemused about roaming Brian. He <laughs> can't believe the uh, fanfare that and his great love is, is the Olympics. Yes. Bemused about roaming Brian over the night. If he heard BT's interview with Carl Lewis, which uh, wasn't in that little uh, snippet that we had there, he would just about disown BT for that interview alone. And Larry Burrell? Yeah, told, <laughs> he told BT Carl, told Carl Lewis that he was going to make him big here in Australia. <laughs> because three UZ went all around Australia. <laughs> what about when he was criticising? What about look at his head growing at the moment. What about when you're criticising Nadia Kamich when she's nine years of age? Look, I've got no further comment. <laughs> I'm backing out of this because uh, Brownie's right. This shouldn't be about me. I don't want it to be about me. That's why I've encouraged legal action to stop the tapes. What return you get for the package of tapes that someone bought at the garage sale? I heard $15 <laughs> because some guy wanted to use the reels, <laughs> not the tape. <laughs>